a podcast. Did your radio show get canceled? Fire, fire, fire. Low down and filthy, but the discipline is on point. Schooled myself, made my own dojo. A cold flow with the whole dose of soul. Maintain composure, even in fury. An anomaly, properties undiscernible to mere peasants. Use weapons that level entire area. Scarier than an All right, Princess Leia. That's who we got this week. Here's the unfortunate nature of uh, timing. Uh, we recorded a podcast months and months and months ago, maybe over a year ago, and our guest chose the fake name Princess Leia. We chose to do another episode with Princess Leia to see what the update has been in her life. Since then, Carrie Fisher, the actress that played Princess Leia, has died. So here you are listening to a show about a woman named Princess Leia in the wake of the death of the actress that played Princess Leia. Another news, uh, Pete, uh, the planner television starts Wednesday, February 1st, 2017, Tune in at PeteThePlanner.tv. So it's the Pete the Planner Show television show at PeteThePlanner.tv. You're going to like it. First episode, wine tasting. All right, here's Princess Leia. Man, that's awkward. Stop what you're doing. Oh and hit Pete up on Twitter at Question the right of any man to voice his opinion as strongly as any can. But then again, many men are citizens of their own little world, so they ain't really fitting in. I'm in the background blending in, camouflaged by the scenery. But I'm a champion, revamp the camp again, put down the stamp again, talk to my fans again, renew my brand again, review the plan again. The quick scan and then uh, rewind that. Before I speak on the we welcome Princess Leia back to the podcast. <laughs> Hello, Princess Leia. Hi, Pete. How are you? How awkward is this? I know. It's it's pretty sad. And I'm actually not even a Star Wars fan. I've never seen the movies, but I feel like I have to own the name now. Yeah, so uh, here's what's happening. Uh, Princess Leia is back. Uh, she was a guest. Uh, how many episodes? Do you know what episode you were on? Do you remember by any chance? I actually remember the episode but it was um i think it was back in november of 2015 okay so this is a long time ago and yeah. uh you were on your life changed you're gonna give us an update so maybe instead of doing you know, princess lane we'll go with like return of the mac do you like that song return of the mac <laughs> sure that works see i just here's the thing i don't know where he went or why he left but i'm sure glad he's back return of the mac <laughs> those should be the lyrics anyway what's changed why were you on the first time so I was on the first time because um, I was just really struggling with, first of all, I didn't have a budget of any sort, um, and I live in a very expensive part of the United States, making a, a pretty low starting salary. Um, I'm 25 years old now, so it was like right after college, and um, I just didn't really know how to handle student loans, uh, my car payment, my very expensive rent, which... Um, has all of this has changed now, luckily, thanks to you. But um, basically, after that conversation, what I took away from that is one, I have to set up a monthly budget using um, like your helpful graph. Um, so I'm pretty religious to that. But 
Also, I did pick up a second job between that year. Um, I worked as a server on top of my full time for about six months, and I was able to save up enough money to pay off my car loan completely. Nice. Um, to really have a better handle where I was living more comfortably and, um, and kind of get myself into the position where I am now. So this is your return to church camp. You went to church camp with me. <laughs> you left. You're like, this Jesus fella seems like he's for me. And then you go and you do all this great stuff, and then you're, you're back for more because life's changed, and so we need to regret, right? That's exactly correct. Okay. So, so, so before yeah. we get there, I, got, I, 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 I remember our conversation. You know I'm an old man. You even referenced in your email, you, I know you don't remember things. So it's like it's like, almost like you've talked to my wife. Um, so I remember our conversation because your rent payment was astronomical compared to what your take-home pay was. Yeah, to, to put it in your perspective, I was making, I think at the time, I was either making 40000 a year or maybe I had just gotten my raise of 44000 um, but my rent was nearly a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, so um, so that math doesn't so work, right? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. And then I <laughs> and, that, and that salary was that was my gross salary. That wasn't even my um, take home. And on that episode, I said, uh, "Hey, why don't you get a part-time job for like six months?" And you did. Mm-hmm. So and <laughs> I did. <laughs> and you paid off your car. Yep, I paid off my car, and I did more. I went to Costa Rica for a week. I. Um, I, I just had a lot more freedom, but yeah, my car is completely paid off as of this past summer. So, and, and you didn't incur any new expenses, like you didn't get sued for like spilling hot soup in someone's lap or anything as a serve. You didn't do any of that. No, I didn't. I, I think I had maybe one car repair that I had to do, um, <sighs> but no, no other major expenses. You know, I've always, I would never want to be a server out of the fear of spilling hot liquids into someone's lap. <laughs> I assume that's like, like, how do you, oh, sorry, like, how do you follow that? Yeah, luckily I um, avoided all of that. I didn't Good. spill a single thing, but Good. I did have a coworker who spilled an entire salad in some lady's purse. So thank goodness I wasn't him. Um, but yeah, it, it went really well. It was my first serving job, and I, I'm happy to say that I would consider it in the, in the future if I needed to pick up some more cash. So right now, though, your life has completely changed, so much so you're disenchanted with our country and you're going abroad or something like that. That's true. Yep. So um, at the end of this month, actually, um, or in the next month, I will be headed overseas with my current job. And um, so that brings a lot of unknown. And I'm certainly not asking you for um, you know, to read my future, but I think just a lot of unknown with the finances, in addition to getting a pretty hefty um, raise. Um, and so it's kind of a, a matter of figuring out what to do with that money, but also my fear of not knowing if I can allocate that money in different ways because of all these unknown payments or, you know, just costs that kind of come up from being in a different country. So, can so I, that's where I'm at now. What, what country? Can you say, or is it because you're in the CIA, you can't say? How's this work? <laughs> no, I can say um, I'm moving to the UK. Oh, I love Asia. I think you're going to have a great <laughs> time there. No, that's wonderful. And so, and, and I assume you're going to UK, everyone speaks English, so there's no language yes. barrier. Yes, there's no language barrier. Um, it's 
an incredible opportunity. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, and I, I feel like life's really working out right now, but, you know, it's just kind of figuring out, am I in a good position financially to do this? Um, and how can I set myself best up so that I can reach my million dollar day a little bit sooner? So first of all, I mean, you, the, the place we got to start is, you you gotta love to listen to Coldplay. I think if you live in the UK, <laughs> uh, just because it's raining and you're just gonna sit there and you're gonna be sad. Oh, it's raining and stuff like that, right? Yeah, I mean, I can jam to some Coldplay on those rainy days. Okay, good. Now let's down to business. All right. So, how much money are we working with? Well, currently, I'm making for the past almost for the past year. I've been making fifty thousand. Okay. Um, and my new my new pay as I move, so in the next month will be fifty eight thousand. All right. So, what what are you leaving here? Any, are you leaving any obligations here? Are you leaving any debts here? Like, when you leave, is is it truly a fresh start? Pretty much. Um, so one other thing I didn't mention is that um, when we last talked, I was taking on. I was lucky that my parents paid for the majority of my education. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I was, um, I did pick up $15,000 in student loan debt that they hadn't covered. Um, and so that's, I was really, really fresh on making those payments in November of 2015. Okay. And it was kind of my goal to have that fresh start and to have no debt going uh, as I move. So I'm, Pretty close. Well, I, I still have a little ways to go, but I think I have around $6,500 left on that. Okay. So I've been trying to be pretty aggressive, um, but I will also be selling my car as I move, um, so that should, for the majority, take care of that student loan. And then in that case, I don't have any other debt. Okay, God, this is so good. You know what, what really sticks out to me from your email and then our conversation and, and if I'm putting words in your mouth, hang up or something. But I feel like uh, I feel like you have confidence and you feel under control and you know what the hell you're doing. Do you feel that way? I do, but I have to give you some of the credit. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I, I've never really been uh, great with money and I've been, I listen to your podcast weekly, so it's it's helped me understand the money world a little bit better, and I've really been trying to practice it. All so right. I do feel pretty confident um, with with where I am. Well, you're very kind. Uh, <laughs> so let's get to work. Okay. So um, how long? And, and I know you haven't even gotten there, and so you already know where I'm going with this. How long conceivably do you stay there? Is this indefinite? Is this the three year plan? What are we dealing with? Yeah. Great question. So it's most likely going to be two years. Okay. That's not that's not definite, but that's typical. Um, I will not be able to stay with this company for more than two years in the UK, though, because of the taxes. Um, because I will get exemptions in the US and the UK on my taxes while I'm working there. Um, but after two years, those exemptions go away. So the company won't pay for us past two years. Okay, so I have some dumb questions that I should probably know the answer to, and a, a better financial expert would know these. What are what are your tax implications for being over there? Do you have to pay taxes to anybody? I do. I I don't know the ins and outs of it, but what I do know is that I'll be paying both. I'll be paying taxes to the U.S. and the U.K., but it's going to even out to about what I'm paying now. Okay. So not much will change. And then, do you have your housing squared away yet? 
Um, that's um, a bit of a sore subject. No, not quite yet. Um, luckily, so I'm in the middle of the whole visa application now, and um, I can't really make any of those decisions until that's finalized. Okay. Um, but my first month is taken care of by the company, mm. so I pretty much get to choose my living um, once I get there. How much do you have in savings right now? I have just a little under four thousand. That, that's one one of my big goals is to increase my savings. Yeah, so I mean, in that first month where you've got low living expenses, you should be able to to put away fifteen hundred bucks or so, right? Yes, and I should say also, uh, not that this makes too much of a difference, but I actually moved out of my expensive rent. Um, situation, and I moved back home with, with the family yeah. for a few months to save some money, but I've been pretty much putting all of that saved, um, all of those savings towards the student loan. But, you know, let's let's um, let's identify this for what it is, though. You boomeranged back home, but you did it for a good reason, not a bad reason. Exactly. I didn't do it because I had to. It was more so I, my original, the original goal for me to move was the beginning of the year, so I moved back on Halloween weekend, um, which was three months ago, or two, a little over two months ago, um, because I wanted to spend more time with my family over the holidays and just to kind of prepare and put away some money towards savings. So yeah, it, it was definitely a good move, and my family welcomed me home. How, how I know you don't know where you're going to live uh, in the UK, uh, but how far do you think you'll... It's a dumb question, but how far will you be from work <laughs> at a place where you don't know where you're going to live? <laughs> Well, I've looked into all of it, and my I'd love to live somewhere that's walking distance, but yeah. it will be very expensive to live that close to the office. Um, I, I know that they have a great transportation system, so my plan is to just get one of those monthly cards that I pay for, uh, that, that just a recurring card. Um, I think that will be less than, I think it'll be around $150 a month. But then I'll have to tack on additional transportation expenses, like on the weekend. All right. So I, I was kind of budgeting for two fifty on transportation. Yeah, and so that's where this conversation really goes. I mean, it takes your sort of U.S. housing and transportation costs, slams them together, and then tr you try to compare that with what it would cost in the U.K. to get around mm -hmm. uh, two fifty a month plus. I, I gotta assume housing's. But now, okay, did we ever say where you lived on the East Coast, or did we not say, or do you want to say, or do you care? I don't care. We didn't say, um, but I live in the D.C. area. So that's as expensive as it gets. Um, how, yeah. do, how does the place you're moving to compare to that from a rent perspective? I think it's going to be a little bit more. <laughs> really? Okay. Um, well. Yeah, actually. It, 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 it might be around the same, but I'm, I'm just planning for a little bit more. Well, something I should mention is that I actually, in addition to my base salary, I am getting a cost of living adjustment. So that is tacked on, and it's fifteen thousand dollars a year. So okay, so the fifty-eight thousand, you're actually going to make seventy-three, but it'll make you feel like you're doing fifty-eight. Is that right? That's, um, yeah. So basically, that cost of living adjustment I can use in whatever ways that I want. So it will feel like I'm making seventy. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Here, here's why the time frame of being over there matters a lot to me. Um, let's, and I'll, I'll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to terrify you for a second. I'm going to say, let's say you have a one-year-old. Okay, so everybody relax. Take a deep breath. No one panic. 
sometimes when you have a, a, a child or a, a situation in which you got to just survive financially until the next period comes along, right? Till that kid goes to school or till uh, daycare ends. This is no different here. We just got to make sure that over the two year period, you get out of the experience what you want, which is, well, I'm projecting, but no debt, um, mm -hmm. wise financial decisions, and to make the most of an unbelievably unique experience. So yeah. through that lens, I would say, um, uh, save for retirement and everything, but I, I wouldn't go over the top in these two years. Like I would just simply say, uh, enjoy the experience without coming out of uh, the other side of it with any obligations. I love that you say that, but it's funny because I actually just upped my 401k contribution. Good. No, that's <laughs> fine. Ago. No, I know. I don't want you to not to, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're okay. So this is not military pay. Like I have friends that they get combat pay, you know, they're overseas fighting. And so they get a bunch of money. And then because they want to make the most of that time frame, they save every dime they make because they want that moment in their life, which obviously is significant for all of us to go to something. You're, you're not in a combat situation, right? right? You know, it's like save responsibly for retirement, have a nice emergency reserve. Don't take on any debt. And beyond that, yeah. don't worry about money ever again. <laughs> and that's that's really the goal here is because I do have this unbelievable opportunity and I want to travel everywhere um, and eat good food and, um, you know, live in a nice place because this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance to do all of that. So I think that's part of my struggle is um, how to accomplish all of that now but also still thinking about my future. So as long as I know that I'm set up or will be set up for my future, then I think I'm going to be okay with spending that money. I have no no issues spending money. I'm very good at that. I'm definitely not a saver. So I want to be sure that I'm, I am I am doing those responsibilities so that I can kind of freely spend however I want the rest of it. I, I personally have – I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but my personal attitude about how I spend money is I TCB. I take care of business. And then I blow whatever I want on whatever I want because I took care of business, you know? And yeah. so I, that's what I want for you. Like the first month is going to be weird, right? Because you're not going to have your, your expenses established yet. Um, right. It might take two months. And then once you do hit your savings, get, get a, a plan to pay down the student loans. And the, the best part about this princess Leia is if you pay down your student loan aggressively with your income over the next few months, then you have even more money that you can do yeah. stuff with when it's gone. Exactly. And luckily, when I sell my car, um, it'll either take care of all of the student loan debt or I'd only have about 1500 left. What's your payment? Um, I'm, I'm, say it again? What's your student loan payment right now? Um, my, pay, my minimum is 170 but I've been paying 550 See, right? I mean, right off the bat, we're talking about $550 a month of discretionary spending, like as soon as you get over there, because you would have eliminated that. Right, exactly. You could travel. And that's really the same, that's the same principle that I applied to um, paying off my car, because I was doing just a little bit over the minimum on my student loan, but as soon as I paid off my car, I really just shifted all of that to my student loan which was so helpful because I think, I, I mean, I've heard you say this time and time again where people get overwhelmed by trying to pay off so many debts at the same time that you really don't make a dent in any of them. 
as soon as I paid off my car, I felt so relieved that I can now be more aggressive about the student loan. And I think the same thing's happening now, except the bright side of things is that I don't have a new debt to apply that 552 to. It's, it's to use it to travel and, and do all of those things that I want to do living overseas. Uh, prioritize these things for me. I'm going to name a few things. I want you to tell me which is the most important. And try to be honest, there, there is an answer you're supposed to say, but don't <laughs> gravitate toward it unless you have to. Um, okay. The primary goal, I'm going to say it, the primary goal of you moving to Europe is to, oh my God, live in Europe for two years. Or the primary goal to, to go to Europe is to have two years to focus on your career. Or um, the primary reason for moving to Europe is to escape um, America. Like, so, so what, what are the, <laughs> which I know that's not it, but of the first two, how, how do you view it? Is this to have a kick-ass time or is this to progress your career? Hmm. <laughs> Can I say 50-50? If um, you mean it, I mean, because yeah. this is part of this. Like, if you're able to and I don't want to call Europe a distraction, but I mean, who, who wouldn't be distracted? Like you're okay. in an amazing new place to you with right. nothing holding you back. Uh, and so it's like, well, what's the point of being over there? Is this to, when you come back to the States to be prepared to have an amazing gig? Like, what's the point? Yeah, I think the point is to honestly just have a kick-ass time. Sure. Um, I, <laughs> I, I do take my career very seriously, so I, of course I see this as an opportunity to advance my career and to come back and, like you said, have an amazing gig, whether it's here somewhere else or just moving up into the company. Um, I think just having that opportunity just kind of naturally does that anyways. So I'm, I really am 50-50 about it um, because I, I want to set myself up career-wise, but I also just want to make the most of the situation. So here are two ways that you can do this, okay? Number one, and you already know this, do not create long-term financial obligations. Don't take on payment plans. Don't take on clubs and memberships. Like, when you're over there, you need flexibility because if you don't have it, at the end of the experience, for instance, let's say you come back home and then your pay cut drops, but, but then you're used yeah. to this other lifestyle. I mean, it's almost worse. So, so that's, right. that's one thing. And, and the other thing is this. Let's say this is the best two years of your life. Let's say it is amazing. And, and you, your lifestyle changes. And what you expect and, and define success as and, and, and comfort and all these different things. Um, you have to have a long-term plan to sustain that feeling. You can't put yourself in the hole. So when you come back... Now you're paying for it. That's a terrible feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think you're set no, up I... for success. I mean, you haven't said anything that's terrified me. <laughs> well, that's good because I'm pretty sure I told you some things last year that were terrifying. Oh, yeah. So... I, I, I drank a lot after that podcast <laughs> because it was a it's Tuesday. It's a long way. It is a Tuesday. It's what we do on Tuesdays. Um, so, so other questions. Will you have... These are things to consider. We have friends come over there a lot, and and because I, my best friends moved to Scotland for years, right? And so the thing was, when they're over there, everyone went and visited them, and so my friends end up blowing a bunch of money because they always had to show people a good time. So, like, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good point. Something I haven't really thought of. Um, I 
my friends are huge travelers, so we've already been planning some trips. And the fact that, you know, we're not going to just stay where I'm living the whole time. We will go to different countries. Um, so that's, that's going to take a huge expense. Um, and for sure, my friends are already making those travel tri- or those travel plans. And then what about travel back home? I mean, that, that has to be part of this, too, for... For I don't do you have a like how often will you be home in two years? So I'll get to come back two times a year on the company's dime. So I probably won't come back any more often than that. I don't anticipate paying for a flight home unless I absolutely need to. Um, you know, God forbid there's a death or you know something sad like that that I would have to make that more immediate or unexpected trip. Are you going to start calling soccer football? I'll have to. Oh, my God. To. That is so obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, I this has gone downhill, officially <laughs> way downhill. That's the uh, – I'm so excited for you. I, uh, You know – and, and you know this, and that's why this is so exciting for, for you, is that you've put yourself in this position by making tough decisions. I'm guessing after a 40-hour work week that you didn't want to go work a second job for six months, did you? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that was that was tough. It, I did not enjoy my life during those six months. But, you know, looking on, on the other side, it was totally worth it. Um, and I would do it again if I had to. So... It's put me in a much better position now, and I didn't hate the job. It was just more so I was exhausted day after day. But, you know, it's a sacrifice that I was willing to make. So will you also have to think, like, Russell Brand is funny now? (laughs) Is that, like, part of it? Yeah, well, I mean, Ricky Gervais is funny. Carl Pilkington is funny. I mean, there's funny people, but (laughs) I don't get Russell Brand. All right, anything else before I I I, I send you off overseas? I I'm shedding a tear. I'm very I'm I'm so happy for you, but it's bittersweet. (laughs) Well, we can do another follow up if you'd like. Um, Oh, I can't afford the long distance. I'm sorry, we can't do that. (laughs) No, we definitely can. We could do like a in a UK version, and I'll 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 drink a Boddington's while you're while we're doing this. Do you like Boddington's? It's a delicious cream. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Do you like beer? <laughs> Do, will you drink beer over there? Is that a thing for you? Oh, yeah. I love beer. Oh, my gosh. Life is so good. But it will be warm. It's warm beer. I know. Well, you'll, well, what's the matter? You're watching football, and it's not the good one. So, yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else from you? One quick question. Sure. Um, I want to increase my savings. Yeah. I feel pretty comfortable with where my 401k is. Um but my actual just savings um, account, I'd like to have enough money so that if I when if and when I do come back to the states after those two years, that I could uh, potentially buy a car. Yes. Um, so and I'm trying to to take your advice and not have a car payment and just buy cash or use cash. So what do you what should I be putting away for that? Um, and, and and how much do you think that I need in my quote unquote emergency savings? Well, you're going to get over there basically with well after the first month you'll probably have maybe fifty five hundred or so five thousand in there. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll have I mean I'll have a lot of new just settling in expenses like furnishing my house and buying groceries and all of those things. So I'm trying really not to count on that money of saving rent because I think I'll have to put that towards 
settling in. I would say six or seven hundred bucks a month is probably the right bet. And and here's what I would do though. Like I would say have a great time, but never use your savings to have a great time. Like cash flow. Like here's why I don't want a house payment. Here's why I want to pay off my house. Because that means to me that I can go on vacation every month because I don't have a giant house payment. So think of it that way. It's like, uh, have a great time on this huge discretionary income, but don't dip a thousand, two dollars, two thousand dollars into your account because then it just makes it harder when you get back. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So six or seven hundred um, bucks. But you know what? We're gonna have to know what your net pay is. So we'll do this again. Let's do this again, like late spring. <laughs> once once you establish, okay. if you come back on with an accent, though, oh my gosh, how obnoxious would that be? It's <laughs> like Madonna. You know, she's from Detroit. Everybody, Detroit. <laughs> that's hilarious no I, I i don't plan on having an accent when i come back but my my mom's terrified that i won't actually come back so oh, well, we'll, we'll see how that goes but we'll certainly touch base um i've appreciated all the advice and and for you know getting on the phone with me again to chat through all of this no well best of luck safe travels keep us posted and man it's awkward that we chose the name princess leia for you for so long ago and and, and now Carrie Fisher's done. So anyway, uh, have a safe trip and uh, into a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Thank you so much, Pete. Cheers. If you want to be on this podcast and have Pete fix your money like then hit us up at PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. You heard me. PeteThePlanner.com slash podcast. Log on. This is for information purposes only. It's not the Swiss financial planning the flights. Consult Avancho Divisor. Release from Everest, the fresh is fresh, and you can call me ET or to John Tesh. Let me bless this harmonic presentation. It's amazing, so amazing. I'm the reason. Uh, salutations. I read you love trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the soul controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love Tron can restore your health. I bring you greetings, uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? The tinkling of the keys is an homage to the little, little star. I sojourn over poetic descriptions of sound and travel to my other world. Out of this world, spaceship on my arm took me home. Fueled by the ink and the megabytes and the hypertext transfer protocol. Stronger than the Skynet and the Terminator. I push faders into warp speed. Glide with ease, creating a breeze. They call a black hole event horizon. No rear view concerns. This I adjourn. This I adjourn. This I adjourn. Salutations. I bring you love, trying greetings from a faraway land. I am the sole controller. Put the remote down and let me take control. You're now a part of my zone, so enjoy yourself. Love, try can restore your health. I bring you greetings. Uh, salutations. How you doing? And is that how y'all say it? Uh,